Hi, this is Will with my Spiritual Clarity. And today I want to tell you a story. My hope and my aim is that if you're a healer or a coach or a therapist or a thought leader, author, that hearing this story and the prompts that I give or suggest is going to have you be inspired. Not to grow and expand your business, although that may happen as well, and not to be more visible online and make more posts, although that might happen as well, but really I want to inspire you and help you clear whatever's in the way to you getting to be more of you, both in your business and in your life. So I've got an agenda. I have a goal. I want you to be more you, and I want you to be able to put that into your business and into the world, because I believe what this world needs is more healers that are being fully and authentically themselves, that have dropped any sense of obligation or people-pleasing, that have stopped hiding, that are fully expressed, truly expressed as themselves, and building an incredible business that supports themselves and their family and the world. And I think that's one of the best ways that we can move forward into the next into this next era, whole and complete. So I'm sitting here in front of a roaring fireplace with about three feet of snow outside here in the east coast of Canada, Nova Scotia. I have a beautiful bowl of fruit with cinnamon and this delicious maple syrup drizzled on top that I found this weekend, this dark, delicious maple syrup. So whatever you want to do to cozy in, snuggle in for story time, or maybe you're doing the dishes, or maybe you're driving, but this is a a story. It's a chance for you to connect more deeply with you while hearing the story of another. And the story that I'm going to tell is the story of Adelaide, the amazing healer. And Adelaide is an amalgamation of all the wonderful, amazing clients that I've had the privilege of working with these past four or five years. And I hope that you hear some similarities to your own story and can glean some inspiration and enlightenment for yourself. Adelaide is an amazing healer, part one. Adelaide helps people. She helps them expand their consciousness She helps them drop out of old, unhelpful patterns and heal their bodies, become more confident in their lives. Now she wants to grow her healing practice. More importantly, she wants to fully express her deepest self. She doesn't just want more clients. She wants to be more of herself and more connected with spirit, and as a result, to sign more clients and be of greater service. Adelaide has been trying to put herself out there lately. She has a gift to give to her clients. She dreams of the difference she can make once her business grows and becomes more visible. She wants to be in flow with no hesitation about being or expressing her truth. However, when Adelaide tries to put herself out there online and express her truth to attract clients, do some networking or post videos, or generally just improve her visibility, she gets overwhelmed. She stops. What if someone attacks her? What if they call her a fraud? Or what if it just doesn't work? She doesn't feel exactly safe to grow online. Maybe she shouldn't be doing this work at all. Deep down, she feels somehow inauthentic. She loves her work, but there's something out of alignment when she tries to express it online. It feels like she's pushing herself 
imposing on others. Or even more fundamental than that, she doesn't want to have to spend all that time marketing and promoting herself. She just wants to do her work. But it feels like she has to really get out there and toot her own horn to get the eyeballs that she needs on her work. She feels overwhelmed, inauthentic, and anxious. Adelaide is an amazing healer. She wants to be seen so she can make a bigger impact, but she's stuck, feeling overwhelmed. As she's feeling all this, she decides to go for a walk in the woods. She knows that that always helps. She's had staring at the computer screen for way too long. She got up early this morning just to try to knock out a few pages on that new website, or maybe she was trying to make that new video, but it's just not moving. It's not flowing. She doesn't want to be on the computer so much. So she decides to get out and go for a walk. Nature always helps. Breathing always helps. Going for a swim always helps, but it's a little too cold now for a swim in the lake. And as she's walking through the woods, she's thinking to herself, it doesn't have to be this hard. Or it shouldn't have to be this hard. I've had so many moments of flow. I've had so many wonderful connections with amazing clients. Why am I getting stuck now? This doesn't make any sense. So she's walking through the woods behind her house on the path that she walks most days when all of a sudden she sees a cottage in the middle of the woods. And this is very strange because Adelaide has walked this path every day for many, many years and there's never been a cottage here before. Where did it come from? Adelaide's very concerned, nervous even. And as she comes a little closer to investigate and find out where the heck this cottage came from, an old man walks out onto the porch. He's very old. He must be 90, 95. He's hunched over on a cane, just like in the cartoons. And with a smile and a twinkle in his eye, he says, Oh, hello. I see you found my cottage. Adelaide looks around. <laughs> Can this be happening? Am I in a fairy tale? I don't know what's going on. And the old man looks at her, reads her mind, and says, Yes, my dear. Yes, yes, yes. This is magic. You found some real-life magic. Would you like to talk about it? Adelaide is taken aback. She doesn't know what to do. This is not how life is supposed to go. She's experienced magic many times, call it law of attraction or manifestation, but never in this way, never randomly seeing an old man in a cottage in the middle of the woods. But she decides, you know what? It's been a boring day. Heck, it's been a boring month. I've been cooped up inside way too much. What could go wrong? It's just an old man in a cottage. So she decides to walk up to the porch and to meet the man. She says, hi, my name's Adelaide. And the old man says, oh, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Adelaide thinks, I think I should go now. This is getting a little too strange. And the old man again reads her mind and says, well, Adelaide, you certainly can leave. You're welcome to leave anytime you like. And if you'd like to stay, we could chat. We could talk and find out why you've been feeling so stuck lately. 
find out why you've been procrastinating and getting overwhelmed. We could maybe get to the bottom of some things and help heal your heart and heal that divide that you've been feeling so that you can be more fully you. What do you say? Adelaide's heart softens. Instantly she feels safe. Instantly she knows that there's no malicious intent. This is not black magic. This is good magic. And she decides that she will sit and have a visit with this old man. Let's take a pause from Adelaide for just a moment. What struggles have you been facing? What challenges have been in your way? Maybe you've been feeling stuck, or there's been procrastination, or you've been feeling overwhelmed. Or maybe you're wondering, what's next? Take a moment and say it out loud. Reflect on it quietly or write it down. And you can pause the story now if you'd like. As Adelaide sat down with the old man on the porch, on this funny cottage that shouldn't have been there, the old man hands her a cup of tea. It's delicious-smelling mint tea with mint that was picked fresh from the garden. Which is curious, because it was the middle of winter. But Adelaide thought, this is not the strangest thing that's happening right now. The old man said, well, Adelaide, tell me what's going on. What's troubling you? You feel heavy. Adelaide, before she knew it, started to burst forth with everything that had been on her mind and heart. She said, I just can't bear to keep trying and trying and not being seen, not being hired, not getting the right words on the page or in the video. I have so much to give, but I just feel overwhelmed. Every time I try to put myself out there, I'm just, I'm exhausted. It started with procrastination. I, I just, I don't know, I started to worry what people might think or if I had the expertise or if my next launch might work or not. And once I started procrastinating, that quickly led to overwhelm. I just started feeling overwhelmed all the time and then I couldn't seem to put out any content or reach out to potential partners or just get anything done. It was just piling up and piling up. And then, oh, then my inner critic just came back with a vengeance. I thought I was done with that part of my journey, but that negative voice in my head has been saying just the worst things. And then before I knew it, with all that going on, I started to have the thought, who do I think I am? What do I think I'm doing? How do I think I'm even qualified to do this? I must be a fraud. So I started playing small. I didn't reach out to the podcasts that I wanted to be on. I didn't make the videos I wanted to make. I didn't launch that next course. I didn't confidently say to that potential client that I really could help them. I downplayed my abilities. So I guess I'm just not owning my expertise. I'm not owning my power. And it's killing me. And then because of all that happening in my business, I notice that I'm doing way more people-pleasing than I want to. I'm overgiving left, right, and center. I'm, I'm taking care of my family way more than they need. I'm taking care of my partner way more than they need. I'm 
taking care of my clients way more than they're paying me for. I'm just overgiving constantly. And I don't know, I guess I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like I've lost my boundaries. Do I even have boundaries? I, I, I know I need to work on them, but I don't know who I am anymore. And the old man replied, Oh, Adelaide, I hear you. It's hard. It's so hard. You know, I, I have some suggestions, if you'd like, that might help with this online expansion. Adelaide looked at the old man, shocked. Wait, you know about online visibility? Uh, forgive me, but I don't think I see a computer or even any cords or power lines connected to your cottage, little old man. How could you possibly know about anything to do with the online world? And the old man replied, Oh, oh yes, that's true. I, I have no computer. I, I don't even know what this online thing means. This internet? I, I don't know what that is. But... I know something about being fully yourself, being fully you. You see, I spent a lifetime lying to myself and the world about who I truly was. And I learned a few things about what it takes to express myself, my true self, honestly, not lying to myself, but expressing myself honestly. And that, Adelaide, is very hard to do. Would you like to know some of what I've learned? Adelaide surprised herself. And she didn't even feel like she was saying the words, but before she knew what she was doing, she said, Yes, absolutely, I, I would like to know. Another pause from Adelaide. Thinking about the struggles and the challenges that you've been facing, what questions are on your mind? What issues do you have? What, what problem would you like solved? What do you need help with? Take a moment now and either write that down, think about it, write it down, or say a quick prayer to the divine, asking for that resource to show up. Back to Adelaide. Adelaide surprised herself when she said, Yes, absolutely, I would like to know. And the old man said, Well, I have a plan, but you're, you, you may not like it. I, I have to tell you, in my old age, I, I don't spend much time futzing around and dancing around the issue. So if you're ready, we can just dive right into this and see if it'll help. It may not. I may be totally wrong, but... Would you like to hear what my plan is? Adelaide said, Yes, yes, please. You know what, old man in the middle of the woods, I'm willing to try anything about now. So go for it. And the old man said, Well, the first thing is, I hate to tell you, Adelaide, but you're full of crap. Adelaide looked at the old man, shocked, and said, Excuse me? We don't even know each other. And the old man said, Well, you may not know me, but you'd be surprised how much I know about you just from these few minutes on our porch together. 
See, I can tell that you're full of crap. You've been lying to yourself and lying to others. You're out of alignment. And that's okay. Almost everyone on the planet is. Except for your cat. Your cat's in total alignment. But you and me and most all other humans are in some way or other full of crap. And that's the first part of my suggestion, Adelaide, is to acknowledge and recognize where are you full of crap? Where are you lying to yourself? Adelaide couldn't believe what she was hearing. She couldn't believe the audacity of this little old man to tell her that she was full of crap. Didn't he know the healing work that she had done? Didn't he know the wonderful intentions that she had? But she was in it this far, so she said, Okay, old man, how am I full of crap? The little old man said, Well, it's different for everyone, but for you, my dear, you are stuck in what I have come to call the helper's paradox. Adelaide was very confused. I said, what is the helper's paradox? I don't understand. Well, the helper's paradox is when your need to give gets in the way of your ability to actually give. It's when you need to help so much and that very need thwarts your efforts to help. Adelaide was... Well, actually, Adelaide felt a little better. She's very confused by this because the old man was basically saying that she should stop caring, she should stop trying to help people, and yet, emotionally, energetically, she felt lighter, she felt better. Better than she had in weeks. She found herself saying, Oh, I, yes, I, I think that is me. Well, what can I do about that? And the little old man said, Well, you can identify what are the beliefs, what are the stories, what are the specific words that you say in your head that have you in this knee-jerk response to other people and their needs. The other thing you can do is look at where are you being significant? Where are you being dramatic? Adelaide said, I, excuse me? I, I'm not being significant. I have important work to do in this world. I have clients to support and people to heal. I've got important things to do. And the old man lovingly said, yes, 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 I hear that. And the more significant you're being about your, as you call it, important work, the less able you are to actually be of service. I call it significance versus substance. When you're being of s substance, you have no significance, you have no drama, you're simply doing your work, showing up, being you, fully you. But when you're being significant, you feel heavy, dramatic. You can't seem to write that email. You can't seem to pick up the phone. That's what I'm talking about. Adelaide, again, was about to respond with exasperation, but she realized, oh, 
I actually feel a bit lighter. I feel better. Hmm. Okay. She filed that one away for later to ponder it, maybe during the rest of her walk. She said, okay, old man. So first, the helper's paradox. I remember that, the need to help others. And now you're talking about significance versus substance. Is that it? Is that all I need to look at? And the old man said, oh, no. There's so much more. But the, the, the end of, or the, the rest of my basic plan for you is to look at the imposter complex. Adelaide said, oh, you mean the imposter syndrome? And the old man said, well, sure, call it what you like. I like complex. You can call it syndrome. But basically, there are eight pillars, eight pieces, eight, eight steps, eight parts that hold it all in place. And Adelaide said, oh, I thought it was just one, that you just had to believe in yourself and, and be more confident. And the old man laughed and said, oh, well, yes, many... Many people do think that, but it's actually eight distinct parts. And when you address each of the eight, you'll find you have an ease and a forward momentum like you've never had before. The first one is procrastination. The second is overwhelm. The third is your inner critic. The fourth is feeling like a fraud. The fifth is plain small. And the sixth is owning your expertise. The seventh is the helper's paradox, which I've mentioned before, but it's so important I have to mention it again, all as its own separate piece. This is also called people-pleasing and overgiving. And the eighth and final is crappy boundaries. And when you address each one of these eight, you can progress in an easy fashion towards your dreams and desires. And whenever you get stuck or stalled or slow down or feel bad or feel heavy, you'll have a specific tool for each one to be able to move through it, to be able to handle that part of the journey with more ease and awareness. So that's what you need to do. How does that sound? Adelaide said. Well... It sounds doable, but that's a lot. How, I mean, some of these things I've thought of before and and some I haven't, but how can I do this? How can I implement it on my own? And the old man said, Well, dear, the way that you implement it is one on your own with awareness and practice and reminding yourself of these each day and seeing where they come up and seeing where they impact your life. And the other is, you can come back here every day and together we can look at the specific beliefs, as I mentioned, the specific stories and word patterns in your head that hold these in place. And together I can help you clear those one at a time so that you can have more ease and joy to be fully you. And then you can go put that into this online thing, as you mentioned, or the interweb, forget what it's called, but once you are comfortable to be fully you, to express you in alignment with the divine, you can take that anywhere you like. How does that sound? Adelaide said, well, that sounds wonderful. I'd, I'd love to come back. The old man said, great. Well, I see you finished your tea. So I'll see you tomorrow 
same time. Bye-bye. And as soon as the old man said bye-bye, he and the cottage and the tea and everything else disappeared, and Adelaide landed plop on her buttocks on the path in the snow, bewildered, wondering what just happened. I, what, ha? She stood up, dusted herself off, continued on her walk, pondering everything that this old man had said, wondering if it was even real in the first place, and also very excited and curious to see how it might change things in her life. Back to you, dear listener. Take a moment to reflect on this last section, this last chapter. What did you hear for yourself? What resonated for you? Which, which part of the old man's plan seemed to land the most for you? Or which one seemed like it was just what you needed to hear? Take a moment to reflect on that or write it down. And also pause this audio if you need a little bit more time for reflection because I have one more thing to share with you. So I recorded this story as a story because for the last month or two I've been telling my daughter Adelaide stories. And it got me thinking about us humans and how we learn and how we connect and how I can best connect with my audience and with the healers and the coaches and the therapists that I'm here to serve, that I'm here to help. So if you are one of those coaches or healers or therapists, authors or thought leaders, I created this audio for you, this story for you, so that we could connect a little bit more deeply, a little bit more intimately, just as people. And if you have connected with this story, if this sounds like your story, and if some of those steps that I laid out uh, speaking in the voice of the old man, if some of those resonated for you and you feel like that would be very supportive for you and your goal to either publish your book, be more visible online, and of course, most importantly, be more authentically you, I'd love to talk. I'd love to chat. And I have two different ways that we can connect. One is with a free session. I do a free 15-minute energy healing belief clearing session. It's called Align with Ease. And the second is that at the moment, I'm booking some assessment calls. And in this assessment call, we take a bit more time. It's 45 or 50 minutes to see where are you at in your business? Where do you want to go? And is my form of belief clearing work, this limiting belief clearing work, is it a good fit for you? And am I the right person to support you? And I'm doing a bunch of these, so there's no pressure on any one individual to, to sign up for uh, the sessions that I'm offering. It really is to see if it's a good fit and if I can support you best. Because my mission, or a big part of my mission in this world, is to help more healers come from joy and not from obligation. That I'm here to help you and everyone who, who would like to go on that journey to clear whatever is between you and the divine so that you can have a deep, honest expression of you in the world. So if you'd like to connect in either of these ways, there'll be a link wherever you found this audio. You can also go to myspiritualclarity.com and the links will be there on the homepage. I hope we can connect soon. I would love to meet in person someday and I hope that this story finds you at the perfect time. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you soon.
Bye-bye for now.